Hello and welcome to Come Out and Play, the D&D podcast that's all trans, all the time. My name is Benjamin, my pronouns are he, him, and I will be your DM for this campaign. My name is Moss, I use Z, them pronouns, and I'm playing Ember, who uses they, them pronouns. They are a human paladin of the singing flame. My name is Mel, I use they, them pronouns. I play Trick, who also uses they, them pronouns. Trick is a huge human warrior and Ember's elder sibling. My name is Haz, I use they, them pronouns, and I play Maynard, who uses he, him pronouns, and he is a skittish wizard. I'm Chris, I play Rill, and we both use he, him pronouns. Okay, so the situation as it stands is that our four adventurers, plus Zuchette, plus a party of five drow, including Rill's mother, are currently in the bottom of a 20-foot pit. The top of the pit is guarded by a roiling wall of fog, which is perpetually forming into faces and antlers and claws and big snaky bodies just waiting to attack you if you climb back up there. At the bottom of the pit, you have the uh, no longer animate statues of a crocodile, a large flightless bird like an ostrich, and a scorpion. And at the top of the pit, you have the equally immobile body of a large mole. Floating, so one of the drow is not yet at the bottom of the pit, is, is instead being uh, gently lowered down by means of a levitate spell. That's Wyvern. Another of them, Tebbet, missed his footing on the attempt to climb down into the pit in a tearing hurry and has uh, taken enough fall damage to just go unconscious uh, just before we left off. There is some kind of distortion in the center of the pit, which you are very much hoping is going to be a portal out of here. Because if it isn't, you're going to have to climb out again. And that is where you are. Well, I, I don't suppose there's any way we can test the pit to see where it drops us off at. We'll look well, over at Maynard, first, who is... I think first we've got to take care of our friend here. Um, do you have any healing spells I left? I've got a couple. I can take care of both of them. Um, let me see. Let me see if he does, actually. He does, okay. Yeah, he's going to cast Cure Wounds on both of the um, unconscious. They are unconscious, they're not dead, right? Um, as far as you would have any reason, yes. I mean, I don't, you haven't, you would want to, like, go over and examine them to know for sure, but you have every reason to believe so. Okay, in that case, yeah, he's going to try Cure Wounds first on both of them, so that's going to take... Um, the last of his first level spells. Is that a touch range? Oh, uh, yes, it is. He has to touch them. Yeah, okay, that's fine. I mean, Te- Tebbit um, is sort of crumpled in the corner, so it's easy to just step over to him and uh, lightly rest your hand on his forehead and, and bring him round again. And um, Runa was already sort of um, starting to pull out bandages and do some and get ready to do some some very quick first aid to to stabilize mm-hmm. him. Um, So he's now fine, uh, by which point Wyvern has probably been safely landed and you can uh, do similar for him. Um, And they they are both responsive to to your healing spells and you can get them both conscious. Um, Can you roll me some 
um, hit points for them just yes. to cover our bases. Uh, the first one gets five. Mm-hmm. And the second, eight. Okay. So everyone is now conscious and in the pit. Um, Zouchette is going to very warily sort of poke her toe at the... As you remember, the central section of this pit is, is dropped down by about another foot and was doing some interesting elemental damage. Um, and Zouchette is going to very carefully sort of poke a toe at it and withdraw said toe very rapidly because uh, a wash of ice was going to flood across it. Um, it turns out that that central part of the pit is still active. And Zouchette is now sort of pacing along the edge, eyeing it up with the uh, the air of someone who is uh, rolling Arcana checks. Uh, can we assist? Any bright ideas on switching this off? Maybe there's something else in the room that would do it? Maybe. I wouldn't think so. It looked pretty bare. It did. Where were the statues when we came in? Was it doing... There it goes again. Was it doing... Uh, this before the statues noticed us. I think it wasn't doing doing what the elemental changes, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. No, so it, it happened to... with the when the creatures when the statues happened. Try putting them back. Didn't All be right. that hard, except for the mole that's up there, and real sort of points in the general direction of the uh, half-exploded mole statue. How many levitates do you have it, haven't you? Uh, uh, one. Don't worry about that. I'll go get the mole. I say confidently. I'm more worried about getting attacked while we get the mole. Uh, it's right there. I'm quite tough. I've got. I don't a suppose we have to put them back in the right me. order, like put them back exactly where they were, because I don't remember exactly where they came from. I've got a bit of an idea. Bit of an idea. Crocodiles to the east. Yep. And the moles to the west. Thought maybe to the north. You know, the mole moved around a lot. Yeah, yeah. Well, give me a second, and I'll grab my blockchain. (coughs) This time, one in each hand. Mm -hmm. I've got a plan. (laughs) The plan is to do the thing that we keep talking about. Uh, I'm going to use it as. I'm going to use it as handholds to sort of, so that I can use my, I can have my body, my body weight swinging my feet into the wall, and mm-hmm. be and use the rods as handholds to climb up to the mole. I'm not planning to bring it down carefully, like carefully, like like a sweet infant child. I'm planning to shunt it off the side over the edge into the pit. Okay, so as soon as you get sort of within five feet of it, so towards the top of the wall, the fog is going to start forming up into strange, incoherent monsters and attempt to attack you. Mm. Um, Zouchette thought this might happen and is has come round to stand... So, sorry, I should shake the whole camera. Uh, I'm just going to move some people to places that they currently are. So Trick is going up to the mole. Zouchette is standing sort of about back here. Mm. In order to sort of look over your head at the fog monsters, mm. uh, and try and stave it off with some uh, some spellcasting, because she doesn't really want to get up in there. Um, but 
she can do a fair number of scorching rays, which attack three targets at a time, and hopefully mm. keep some what, things though, off of you. Mm-hmm. I've got um, I've got a plus four in athletics, and I've got seventy nine hit points. So I'm sort of just I'm right. confident to go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you want to roll me? Okay, so you're you're basically on the let Zouchette try and keep things off, and otherwise just soak it, concentrate on the mole. That's yep. your great. Okay, roll me please a strength check. All right, that would be a nine. Mole's giving you some trouble with a nine, I think. Mm. On account of being big. On account of being right. On account of it's just a great big hunk of stone. Mm. Um, that that's the main reason Zouchette is going to roll some. Some anti-fog attacks on your behalf. Um, so one of them missed. So one fog Mulgonster gets to roll an attack on you. That makes sense. Um, didn't roll super great though. You're wearing enough armor that the one that the uh, fog monster that slips through Zuchet's help is not gonna mm. not gonna bother you. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got AC nineteen here. It, so. Right, exactly. You've got AC nineteen. It only rolled a fifteen, which you know is pretty good, but you know, a pair of foggy antlers sort of shoves you in the shoulder and you're like, nah. Rude. I care not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> do you want to have another go at moving the mole or are you changing tactics? No, I think I'll have another go at it. Alright. I'm feeling pretty strong. Strong. That's 21. That's better. That's much better. Yeah, you are sort of heaving it to uh, to the side of the pit to overbalance it. Uh, and it is falls down with this, this with a very there's a when you shove like a couple hundred kilograms of rock over mm. a twenty foot drop, it's really loud. <laughs> it's really loud. There's quite a lot of bits of mole fly off in various directions. A lot of stone dust suddenly kicked up. Um, Sushet once again not doing a perfect job of keeping things back from you. Um, however, once again, you are too armoured for this uh, fog to get to you. And it can coil its uh, snaky limbs around your ankles all it likes, but you're just tough. You're okay. That's right. Hell yeah. Love to be a fighter. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I assume you then take your blockchain and follow it down again. Yep. Okay. I'm not hanging around up here unnecessarily. Monsters up here and they're bad. Okay. The mole is down here. Trick is down again. So I've realised that the camera's over here, so they're getting rotated as I go. <laughs> Make them more readable. Um, okay, everything is now in the pit. Um, I will say, um, rather than make you keep rolling athletics checks, given there's four of you and several drow who are perfectly capable of helping to move statues still, like, I'm not going to make you roll to move the statues every time. That would get tedious. Um, I would like to know where you're putting them. Mm. Mm. I think Did Scorpion we... was right close. Yeah, I think he was right I where think he is, actually. Scorpion didn't move. Yeah. I don't think we're going to be able to get the alligator up out of the pit into onto the space. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. Hey, Bell, I've still got 79 hit points. <laughs> Um, like the the second dip down is only like a foot or two, right? It is. I will say that while you working on your own, being large and strong, <laughs> can push a mole off a thing. Yeah, lifting a statue out of a thing 
Yeah, but I'm not lifting harder. it 20 feet. No, no. I'm just saying it probably needs two people to lift a statue yeah, even fair. up a foot rather than like one person to shove it down. That's fair. You know, I'll try it. I'll try to help. But Either. do we want to try first standing? Like if one person stands at each corner and just see if it needs a body I think they there. were in the pit is the thing mm. to start with. If we're happy to stand we're... in the pit, then I feel like we, we're really adding a task for ourselves. Trick says as it washes with fire. <laughs> I, I think I, they were. Um, I don't think they were. I think they were outside the pit. I don't think they were in the pit. Yeah, I thought I, I thought they were like right, well, in the middle bit. I throw up my hands. Let's have a quick stand. It doesn't cost us anything, right? All right. Yeah. We have a quick stand. We have a quick stand. <laughs> Just at the corners of the pit. pit. The corners, yeah. Yep. Like in the pit or by yeah, the pit? Outside by the, the pit. pit. By the pit, I think. Okay. Now you're not getting us that easy. <laughs> you were discussing it. I was checking. <laughs> Okay, you, you do this, and you sort of look at each other, hopefully, and then the pit does that, like, the ground looks like it softens and then hardens again thing that it was doing sometimes. Mm. Mm-hmm. It was worth a shot before we try to lift a huge statue out of a f- sometimes fiery pit. We all right. Didn't you just pick up a new belt of being even stronger or something? I mean, yeah, I did. Yeah, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. Come on. You grab its you grab its you grab its head, I'll grab its legs. I'm good. I'm feeling good. I'm I'm liking the prospect of going home. <laughs> There's nothing actually trying to kill us. I'm moisturized, I'm in my lane, by which I mean in a pit. <laughs> okay, I would like to know two things. Um first, given that this is on a, a, a cycle of what effects and it's a, in a fixed order, um what is your timing? So, hmm. before or after, which which effect would you like to go? I think we should go probably after the big fiery one. No, I think the fiery one's fine. I'm concerned about the okay. earth softening. I was going to say, yeah. I've had the fire one. It's not that fiery. Okay. Sounds good to me. Okay. Uh, and the second is, uh, roll me, uh, uh, both of you roll uh, an athletics check, please. Because mm. that seems like an appropriate skill oh for moving of statues. So that's an eight. That's a 19. <laughs> <laughs> um, hmm. Yeah. I, I, think, I think what that translates to is that you've moved it towards Ember. Hmm. So Ember has stepped up out of the pit and Trick following is still in the pit like a few seconds later, you know, one round later, uh, when the, um, the ice effect swooshes through the lower part of the pit, uh, which means um, this one is not very dodgeable and also you're holding the back legs of a, of a crocodile yeah, statue. Yeah. <laughs> which right. hinders dodging uh, so you will I'm take I'm going to use fighter class dodging which is like paladin traps that's right <laughs> like paladin trap fighting luckily um, it's not too bad of a trap and also it rolled a 1 and a 2 on its damage dice uh, so please take 
three cold damage as frost crystals uh, twine up your calves. I've had worse. <laughs> you know bit. where I grew up? I grew up in White Run. What are you talking about? This is fine. Right, this is honestly less bad than crashing through the ice in the stream. This is a fine summer's day. Yeah. Keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. <laughs> another athletics, another pair of athletics checks, please. That is a non-nat twenty. <laughs> That's an eight for me. I think Trick once again. Trick is doing fighter logic as well, which is you just keep going straight forward, even if you could step sideways and be not in the pit. That's right. <laughs> um, and it clicks around to its next effect, uh, which means I need you to roll a con save, please. Uh oh. As right. this uh, swirling cloud of sand kicks up in the um, lower part of the pit. And you, sh you should get plus three, I believe, if you're... I, I, oh, I, yeah. I assume you're in my aura. Yeah, It'd yeah. be hard not to be while holding the other end of a crocodile. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So that's a 22. Ah, you're fine. You have right. good reflexes and you close your eyes in time and this is not a problem for you. Okay. Just one more set to get this crocodile out of the pit. And then we can revert to normal. You can move these things around. It's just annoying and slow. Go, 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 go! 18! Hey! There you go. Long, long as Ember didn't roll a one. Moss? Oh. Sorry. I ADHD'd. Um, uh, that's a 27. There we are. Both oh, wow. of you and your crocodile are, <laughs> are now out of the pits. Uh, which continues to do Huzzah! its um, elemental cycling, but with no one standing in it, so we won't bother tracking it too closely. Hey. Good. There you go, okay. piece of cake. You have all of your statues. Where, where are you laboriously putting them? I'm pretty happy that the scorpion's where it should be. Yeah. I yeah. Think the I'm pretty sure... The yeah, the croc was in the west. I'm fairly certain the mole was in the north and the ostrich was in the east. Sounds right yeah, to me. The ostrich right. is definitely in the east. Okay. So you're putting the ostrich there, leaving the scorpion there, the croc there, and the mole there? No, uh, switch the croc and the mole. Yeah. Yeah. I want the Zelda sound effect. <laughs> you you wait hopefully and and unfortunately that elemental cycling has not stopped and you do not appear to have cracked the puzzle yet. Should. And they definitely don't need to be in the pit, right? See, I thought they started off in the pit. I don't think they did. I don't think they had to climb out or anything. I think they just came right towards us. Well, it's not much mm. of a climb, is it? Well, I guess not. And they were in the pit quite a bit. I mean, we could try shoving them in, but dragging them back out is not an easy feat. Why don't we first try swapping the crocodile and the mole, just in case? I'm pretty yeah. sure Scorpion and, and the ostrich were the same. Yeah, okay, it might be the yeah. crocodile and the mole. I'm... We give it a crack. Yeah? No? Yeah. I'm fairly confident I remember the mole just, like, diving in the ground all the way across and popping up, but um mm. but it's worth a shot. Yeah, we'll give it a shot. Feel I feel slightly that I'm not giving you enough clues to make this fair. Mm -hmm. Um I will therefore say that as you are having this discussion, you notice that the elemental cycling uh, no longer includes that ground softening effect. Ah. So it's ah. now switching between 
Oh, swap the icy the effect, and fire the, effect, and, and the sandstorm. Swap the crocodile and scorpion. Wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. Wait. If there's three off, then there must be three that are, that need to be cycled. Oh. Um, I think the ground okay. softening, since that. That stopped. That makes sense to be the mole. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the crocodile had like an icy breath or something. Right. Right. And the scorpion Try. was the one that was immune to fire, or yes. Yeah. And the ostrich was lightning. Yeah, because it flapped its wings, and yeah. All right, right. Uh, well, let's well, try us... the scorpion and the crocodile. First. No, no, because if what if we just swap them? Then okay, yeah, yeah, sure. Why not? Okay, we put the scorpion to the west and the crocodile to the south. Um, as a result of which, the fire damage stops appearing. Oh. Hey. So you now have an alternation between an ice effect and a sandstorm. So then we just switch the crocodile and Wait. the um. Ostrich. Yeah. Okay. And that should fix it. Crocodile to the east. Ostrich to the south. And with a gentle rumbling, the uh, the pit trap stops functioning. Woo! <sighs> Alright. The ground is just littered with bits of statue at this point, because all of the statues were damaged by you fighting them, and then you dragged them around. It's, it's, they're clearly all whole enough for whatever mystic thing this is, to think they count. Um, but it's like, you've, it, it's like you came into a garden and then smashed up all the statuary and then balanced the heads back on the plinths and went, look, it's just how we found it. Hold on, hold on a second. I just, I just got something. There you go. Oh, it didn't work. Sorry, never mind. I was trying to play the Zelda sound, but it didn't work. Never mind. <laughs> I forgot that I was wearing headphones, basically. Uh, yeah, we <laughs> Just everyone, please imagine the sound. We'll give mm. you a moment. Okay. Um, um, satisfying. That's the job for Future Ben. Hey, Future Ben. <laughs> Future Ben understands that copyright law does not apply to things we tell our audience to imagine, so there will not be a drop. <laughs> um. What if what if what if I what if I send audience, you a little please MIDI? imagine some copyrighted no, music? I'll send you a MIDI. I'll send you a MIDI that evokes it, but is it's only a different ding. Way. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. What does the what does the portal look like now? It's this weird. It hasn't opened it up. Um, okay. But it has rendered it safe to go and look at it. Um, it is this weird sort of distortion in the air, a bit. Like a very intense heat haze. Hmm. You can you can see it in all directions, and it 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 is your. It does funny things to your eyes. It's weird to look at. You know when you look at something that's got quite a small pattern, and it makes your eyes cross. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like that, but without the pattern. Very odd. Hmm. I pick up a piece of rubble and gingerly toss it into the portal but it passes straight through because it is currently closed so it just it just lands on the other side of the pit and mm. this is not deflected from its path okay so, so it's then... gonna step down to the pit and, oh, and go and be a wizard at this thing uh Rilla's gonna try and assist with that i think 
Good idea. I'm really just moving you around on the map for fun now. It doesn't really achieve anything. <laughs> uh, roll me... This would be an arcana, yeah. Okay. About the 26. There we go. Um, it's probably a good thing that you as a, as a cleric are present, because like everything magical in this realm is also a little bit... It's more Godly. closely related to clerical magic than arcane stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, working together, you can probably do a kind of improvised ritual that will take you a minute or so to, you know, get your chalks out and 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 it'll probably it'll probably in fact be a full sort of ten minute ritual cast to get out your your chalks or or silver thread or however it is that you would do a ritual casting um, and work with Zuchet to construct um, the portal already exists. So it's not that you're having to expend power, but you're just having to kind of persuade it. Persuade it that we wanted to do something. To be an open portal instead of a closed one. Um, Along the way, um, I'm assuming you go ahead and do this? Yes, we'll um, we'll start doing that since it's going to take a minute and we otherwise think it's safe. Right, you have no reason to linger as far as I'm aware. You're a few minutes into this, and the more you work on it, the more you are understanding how it functions. Roll me an insight check. And let's see. That is a 24. Mm. You've been traveling with Zouchette for a number of days now, and although she's generally quite impassive, um, you're, you're, you're getting a feel for her expressions and and how she emotes and she looks to you like a person who is currently in the throes of a moral dilemma and as you start thinking about why that might be and the work that you're doing you come to the same realization that she must have uh, which is that this is a sufficiently powerful thing that if you work this ritual one way you can just open a stable portal if you do something slightly different you could destroy it as a portal and instead obtain another of the stones you are looking for. Oh. Rill, who is like kneeling on the ground, like marking things out with chalk, um, sort of looks over at Zushet as he kind of sits up and realizes as they're doing this, what is their options here. And he says, this is the only way to get us all, all of us home in one go. We can find more of the gems. I don't want to know what's going to happen if we have to make this travel again. You're not wrong, it's just right here. If we had another way to get out of here that could take all of us, I'd agree with you in a heartbeat, but we don't. And none of us are looking good at this point. I mean, Real looks over his shoulder at the two, you know, barely conscious drow and everyone else is looking beat up at this point as well and you know Zushet herself is not looking great all right all right but but now that we've found her we still have to finish the job i know we will okay then let's let's get this thing open and you can see as she returns to work that she is she is drawing things in the kind of way you would expect to open this rather than unravel it Okay. Yeah, Rill is 
keeping an eye after their conversation on that, but he's doing his his side of the work as well. Yeah. She still has a, a sort of uncertainty in her expression, a sort of degree of guilt that you have persuaded her, but she still feels guilty about not solving what is in her mind the bigger problem right now. Mm. Um, but she is she is going along with your decision. Okay, so after about another five minutes of work, you draw your last curlicues and connect your last sigils, and this distortion ripples and opens up into a, a five-foot-wide, ragged-edged circle, except circle no matter which direction you're looking at it from. It hangs in the air like a flat circular portal, but it doesn't matter which direction you're facing. It's always mm. that shape. Uh, and it leads through to, you can see on the other side, a dark nighttime landscape. Uh, you can see quite densely packed trees and overgrown foliage on the ground. Uh, it doesn't look like a forest any of you recognize. So it's, it's not the familiar pine forest of home, but it is some kind of wild landscape. There's no way we can shift that, is there? I know with teleportation circles, um, there's ways to control where this portal puts us out at, but... I, I strongly doubt it, and I don't know how long this is going to stay open. All right. And well, we know it's not here, so we might as well go through it and... Let's be... I'm certain it's the material plane, and right now that will do. Exactly. I agree. We can figure out where we are when we're there. Okay, the, the drow are quite happy to take the look, a way out option. <laughs> this has been some time for them. They are not picky. <laughs> um, are you all just tumbling through, or do you... Like, I, I have no reason to stop you doing this, but literally just so I have an image in my mind of what this looks like. Are you all tumbling through? Do you have a marching order? Are you holding hands and singing a song first? What's up? Should we take let's... point, Ember? Yeah, let's yes. put, the, put the heavies in front. Slightly more injured people in the middle. Yeah. This all makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, and as the last of you, um, and if you've got the heavies in the front, it's probably Maynard and Rill bringing up the back because you're less injured than any of the drow. I am quite injured, actually. I'm not looking at your stats. That's your problem. Yeah. <laughs> the point is, I want players who will appreciate it to, to um, be just about to step through the portal when you hear <laughs> a worryingly familiar uh. manic laughter. Oh, no. And the heavy beating of large wings and something extremely fast dives out of the high ceiling of this room, straight past the fog, which is by no means fast enough to reach out and catch it. And you are pushed aside by the massive wings of a familiar angel which zips straight between you and into that portal. Oh, no. <laughs> Great, we let it out. And then oh. you follow it, and you also are out, and you are in a nighttime landscape. The first thing you notice, all of you, 
is that that lush ground beneath your feet is swamp. And you are knee-deep, suddenly, in stinky, mucky water. There's clinging plants in it that make it really difficult to move through. There is a humid heat. There are a lot of flies. The trees are draped in vines and moss, and they are everything is so lush, it actually looks unhealthy. But it is a beautiful clear night overhead, and you can see all of the stars, and you can see the figure of, of this angel beating up into the sky and away from you. Oh, that's not good. Problem solved. And behind you, the portal shimmers again. And although it doesn't completely disappear, uh, you can see that there would be some more work required to open it up again if you wanted to reverse your steps. Do any of us have any idea where we are? You could roll something for me. Uh, your choice of history or religion or survival. You go for history. I've seen maps. You've seen maps. <laughs> 19. It's not familiar to you in the first few breaths because you've not been here before. But like everyone else, you're looking around trying to work out where in the world you could be. And you're looking around at this extremely lush growth and the broken bits of pillar that you can see sticking up from the swamp water. And they are quite distinctive rounded pillars with decorative bases in a circle around where you currently are standing as if this portal was once in the center of a long, long ruined temple and the whole area has been reclaimed by dangerously abundant nature and ah, shit, you're in the Plaguelands, aren't you? No. There's this look that sort of passes over Maynard's face as he looks up to the stars and around and it's just all the blood drains from his face and he says a little bit timidly, well, the good news is we've saved ourselves a boat trip. <laughs> Bad news is, is I think we're in the plague land. So we saved ourselves from being from that and now we're somewhere that's almost certainly going to kill us. We could always go back in. Oh, I'd rather not. Do you know where we are, Maynard? I mean, specifically. No. But looking at the area, the amount of growth here, this this un uncontrolled energy, there's no other place like it that I've heard of. This, hey, this is the only place it could be. I agree with Maynard. That's where we are. And Zouchette, the rest of you are shin-deep in this water. Zouchette is hip-deep. And oh. she is stumping over to the nearest broken pillar and climbing up onto it and sitting down. Don't suppose you can get us all out of here in a hurry? Yes. Uh, well, Good. I, need, I need enough stable ground to draw a teleportation circle on. I can't draw it on water. But I can move as many people as can fit in the circle. Which is all of us. Hmm. Hmm. I suppose we better 
try and find some some dry land then. Uh, yeah. Suppose you better had. I don't suppose Zuchet could uh, ride your horse, save a little bit of grace from piggybacks. I'm. I'm not sure if my horse can is going to be much good at navigating in here. I'm. I'm testing the ground. I'm a horse person. You're a horse person. How how do I like this ground for a horse? It's not great. It's underneath the foot or so of water. There's you know a very soft, muddy earth, and a lot of clinging plants down there. Mm. And you know it's going to be it will be difficult to run through. The horse is certainly not going to like it. No. If faced with this ground in normal normal navigation, you would go around for sure. Yeah. No. Uh, I can carry Yuzushet, but I don't think the horse can. I'll take the carrying. Alright, well you can probably seat yourself on my backpack. Fine by me. There you go, that's dignified. It's better than wading. Swimming. Ugh. Okay, could someone roll me a survival? Um, because you're not exactly navigating, you're more trying to scout out something stable enough to teleport out from. I have survival, as established. Yes, I feel like you're the best at it. All right. All of the drow are a little bit shell-shocked by mm. being somewhere else. They're kind of huddled together, um, doing right. a little bit of rebalancing of packs and things, and just staring up at the stars, which they have not seen for just a long time. That is a, 26, that is a 23 on the survival, though. You are so good at this. Yeah. It's just a wet forest, really. It's just a wet forest. <laughs> and yeah, your forest is dry, but water's water, right? I mean, it's obvious that where you can see more visible flow, that's where the water is deeper, so you shouldn't go there. Hmm. This, is, this is easy. This is fine. And it takes you, because you are so good at this, only about half an hour of splashing around to find like a little hummock of slightly raised ground um, where the... Uh, the general waterlogged nature of this swamp just hasn't flooded out this bit because it's just a little bit raised. Um, the trees are slightly less soggy, um, but there is enough ground for Zuchet to hop down from your back uh, and get out some powdered chalk um, and start sprinkling it in very precise patterns to make a teleportation circle. And uh, she warns you all, this is... Limited time. When I finish it, everyone needs to move fast before it closes. I will not be able to come back here and pick you up. Although, right. uh, anyone with a spare pouch get a rock or a handful of mud or something so we can when we want to. I don't know how deep in we are or which edge we are. So we probably, well, let's get one anyway and then we have the option. Yeah. Right. All right. <clears throat> I've got some room in my pack and Ember scoops up. Um, a rock and a handful of dirt just to be sure. Perfect. Um, so where are we going? Zuchette, who is sort of occupied in a drawing, sort of sits back on her heels and goes, good question. I can only take us to an established teleportation circle that I know, which limits our options. We didn't manage to find the one in Vanguard, so I can't take us there. I can take us to the Golden Flame. That's easy. 
I know a handful of other places. Uh, there's a couple of other cabals on the downside that I can reach. Um, well, the the golden one of the flame, Elven retreats. The Golden Flame. Your compatriots are able to put the stone we grabbed into one of the. Yes. Um, yes. So yes, we will visit them. Um, I'm sorry, I can't get uh, your folks straight home, but uh, I'm... limitations of the spell. We we understand. Okay. Your it seems like the golden flame is the most. Um... If nothing else, we'll be warm and dry and fed. Yes. Yes. Have fun explaining this to them, real. <laughs> it's wild. It. I barely understand it, and we were just there. Start with gnomes are real. Go on from there. Don't fall. We'll be indoors. Don't go outside. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe. Uh, right. Do you want to brief before I finish this, or are we I just? Think I, uh, I can wait. I think. I think I better a little. Some of it, at least. Real starts to sort of translate into undercommon. Uh, the the extreme. <laughs> The extreme. He he probably sounds like a crazy person if they hadn't all just been trapped in a dead god's dimension for you know decades. Um, so, which pieces? What is he explaining? What does he say? I want to hear it. Oh boy, um, he is trying to explain that there is a a a flip side to this world that is you know underneath. It's attached. Um. He he is not sure how to explain the 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 weirdness of if you trip and fall, you might just keep falling forever, so don't trip. Um so he's just going to say we're probably going to stay inside while we're there. Um <laughs> and uh he'll mm, yeah, explain like it's gonna be a bunch of wizards, um they're not gonna look like people we have here, but they're they're friends. We've met them before. They're safe, um, basically. And he can give the rest of the crash course when they get there. Mila nods and says, "Friendly wizards who are not in the Plaguelands, I think, sounds great. Let's not be here." Yes. Getting home is a problem for the morning. Ready when you are. We'll say the word. We'll jump. Real nods as you shit. Right. We'll have a few seconds. So has everyone got their packs? No one's left anything behind. You've got your horse. I've got my horse. I say checking for my horse. <laughs> Confirming my horse. Real oh sort of no, your horse has been pickpocketed. Your horse has not been pickpocketed. Your horse is fine. <laughs> uh, Real is going to like squint up at the sky to see if they can spot um, our winged pal. Uh, make me a perception check. Mm, 23. You are taking a look around and off in the direction opposite. So there's a moon. You can see the moon rising in one direction. Uh, crescent moon and then you look the other way and sort of directly across from it on one of the higher trees there is something perched up in the branches which is just too big and not quite the right shape mm. yeah real's gonna hurry everybody through the portal. 
And Zouchette draws the last connecting line and it shimmers into life. Um, and she is not waiting to bring up the rear. It like comes to life and she's in. Let's move. Okay, everyone bundles into the portal. And Rill, who is paying attention to it, hears a, the distant echo of that same laughter um, before the portal closes behind you. Well, he didn't it, want it, to hitch a ride this time, so yeah. good for us. <laughs> and you find yourselves uh, suddenly very cramped in height terms. Oh, yeah, whoops. <laughs> uh, you are in uh, a, a, a neatly carved out uh, circular room uh, about 10 feet across. Uh, with with a permanently inscribed uh, collection of of circles and sigils laid into the floor uh, in a, a shimmering pattern, because there's quite a lot of gold dust involved in the construction. Low light from uh, uh, magical snow globes. A generally uh, chillier temperature, uh, not just because you were previously somewhere very hot and humid, but also an underground wintry feel to things. And you hear, as, as you emerge from the portal, the, uh, the ringing noise that it just that the receiving circle makes when something appears in it. So you, you know that you have, by your arrival, alerted the residents to your coming. And as you are looking around and getting your bearings, somebody does come to the door. And little gnome face look up, looks up at you and says, Ah, you're back. Which I don't think anyone understands except Zushat. <laughs> hey. But they don't seem upset to see you. You you are part of the expected reality for them. The extra half dozen drow. The extra half dozen drow are less surprising than you'd think. Hmm, okay. Because well, it's not that they're not surprised that you've brought more people with you. It's just that them being drow isn't any weirder than the rest of you. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, actually, it's, it's not like you've turned up in Vanguard and been like, hi, we are six drow. <laughs> rescuing them was part of the plan. Yeah. 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 So you turning up with some extra people seems, although they were not like braced for it today, it wasn't on their schedule, is still the sort of thing they were expecting might happen at some point. Um, and broadly speaking, uh, they will welcome you in and try and be helpful, although there is that, that lingering language barrier. Um, so it's sort of up to you guys uh, what you want to ask them for and what you want to do. You have reached a point of safety. Oh. Hey. Hey. Hey, Rill. Yes? Health and, and curing and such is a sort of general, a general clerical, clerical thing, right? Right, yeah. You don't need any sort of specialization so, for that, usually. It's just, we were just, uh, I know we've, I know we got out, but we were just in the Plaguelands. Right. That's called the Plaguelands. And I don't know about you, but if I had somebody walk into my village and say, hey, I've just come from the Plaguelands, I might have, I might be a bit worried that they might have some sort of plague that they're bringing with them. You... Could be right. Um, unfortunately, I have absolutely nothing that can cure anyone of anything at this point. I think. Do you think we should at least warn them? We should warn them, definitely. I, I thought Plaguelands was more of a sort of evocative, sort of 
term for it rather than an accurate descriptor. I don't know. I'm not a geographer. I think some warning wouldn't go amiss. Yeah, that's at, at least. least mention. Mention we might have some sort of plague, perhaps. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> is this how you phrase that it? Many word? No, 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 no. I, no, no. I mean, my, my, what I was going to, what I was going to suggest to do next was to ask if we could have a shower or or a bath or something because uh, he, he looks down at his soggy boots and trousers. You you do all very much smell like you've just been in a swamp, mm. uh, and uh, they would be happy to help you smell less like you've just been in a swamp. Right. Like you look like people who've just been in a battle followed by being in a swamp and that you would like a bath. So in the same way as they're clearly setting up some some dinner. Yeah. A bath. Can you have swamps in the down world? Mm. Well, that's a thinker. Seems implausible. Yeah, I guess unless they had you had just the right um amount of of earth somewhere but even then that's i don't know well i imagine in a place that doesn't have lakes standing water probably doesn't have swamps oh probably not yeah in any case yes um please just if you would tell them we've been to the playlands we're not sure what that means for us <laughs> I've not been before. I'm not sure how contagious they are. Uh, it's a good point. We don't have any clerical healers here, so... Well, if anyone gets sick, at least we'll know why, and can go somewhere where there are clerical healers. I've just rolled myself a little medicine check mm-hmm. um, uh, to justify to justify myself to say... Maybe we should. Maybe we shouldn't mix with them for a little bit. That's what they do in cities when people when people come in with sickness on board. That that's a good idea. Yes, I'll I'll try and set that. Sorry, I'm just very tired. All right, bath and not too much mingling. I will sort that out. And Suchette toddles off to arrange things. Um, and in short order, you are shown to. Um, it's a. It's not like a full set of bath, baths, and steam rooms and things. It's a fairly utilitarian sort of shower setup. Mm. But you are provided with this. You are provided with a laundry basket, although there is a limited amount they can do given the size of most of you to supply you with clean clothing. Um, so there is a certain amount of well, you have a, you have large towels and you can pretend they're skirts. And some some fairly basic food. You you will remember from last time you visited here that they do not live in the lap of luxury. There's a, a certain asceticism to the to the lifestyle. Um, but you can get fed. You can get clean. And once warned that you might all have plague, they do avoid you. <laughs> Having visited, albeit briefly, um, I do need anyone who's currently got an open wound, which might be all of you. Hmm. Uh, to roll a constitution save. Yeah. I probably do. I've, I'm missing some hit points. Plus three on those saves. Oh boy. Oh good. Well. Mm. Mm. Uh, that's a ten. Twenty-four, baby. Twenty-one. Oh my god. 
And I'm also going to roll for the drow, who all have open wounds there. <laughs> they all got messed up. Uh, and for Zushet. And they'll all get plus three, too. Okay, so most of you are okay, um, except for Rill. Um, Rill and um, some of the drow, some of the other drow, you kind of develop a low-grade headache. You're feeling a bit feverish, and like the open wounds that you have are, are reddened and, and swelling and just don't look healthy. They look, they look like they might be infected. Uh. Mm. Well. I can definitely help Rill and two other people. Well, actually, we're going to... Yeah, two other people with lesser restoration, potentially. I'll try it out on Rill first. Okay. Uh, you, you cast it on Rill, and it doesn't, doesn't actually seem to fix it. Okay. Hmm. No, oh, the second time Rill's got a weird magical disease. Don't say it like that. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, at this point, he might also still be kind of possessing his own body, which may do weird <laughs> stuff with magic. But, uh, yeah, okay. Well, that's fine. It's survivable for the night. We can We can try more stuff tomorrow, right? Yes. Well... I don't have more stuff to try, but... Well, I can try more things tomorrow, I suppose. Uh, yeah. Maybe there is more that I could try. I'll... I'll do some reflecting. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, you, you are here, and you pretty much have the, the freedom to do stuff with your time. Um, I'm not in a hurry to hurry you on. I suspect you have plans you need to make. Um, so you, you tell me what you're up to having had your, having had your bath and notice these, uh, unhealthy effects from having visited the plague lands of your several problems, long and short term. What are you working on? Um, well, after a long rest, I will prepare remove curse and try to try that on on real okay um so you have your your long rest you are there's enough of you you're, you're probably sort of shuffled into little sort of two person dormitory cells but um at the end of your long rest uh, real could you roll another constitution check please okay. uh, this one um yeah would be a check not a save a check let's see Where's my con? There we go. <laughs> Six. Oh, you, you still don't feel great. No, you don't. You don't feel worse. Um, you don't feel worse. And you have all your hit points back. Mm -hmm. Because heroic healing is like that in D&D. &D. But the sort of the scabs and the scars around your newer wounds do have that reddened, slightly heated skin that suggests that they're not not in the best of shape, um, mm. but you do have your hit points back and you, you haven't got any worse. And I'll just roll for the, the drow who weren't okay. Zuchette remarkably made it despite being mm. beat to heck. Um, Akadan Rildo Troll has contracted the novel coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he has, and so has Tebet. Um, but, um, oh, no. 
Well, he was so beat up anyway. It's really not. Poor Tammet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Wyvern and Kez were not feeling in great shape uh, last night, but they seem to have shaken it off overnight. So they are they are back to normal. Their headaches are gone. Um, that first signs of infection has, has faded. So they seem fine. Um, it's just you and Tebbit who seem to still be great. not at your best. Which at least does suggest that it's um, not a curse in that you can shake it off if you have higher constitution than Rill mm. has yep. got this morning. Mm. Let's see. Let's see what my cleric... Maybe he has something in his various cleric things he can do, channel divinities and whatnot. Let me take a peek at those. No, I can fuck up the undead. I can read minds. Uh, mm -hmm. So Shek gets her spell slots back. She's excited about that. Oh, good. Yeah, we're all excited to have spell slots back, because I was down to a one non-cantrip. Fine, that's all you need. That's fine. I was saving it. I always save at least one third level spell slot for Revivify. The important thing is that if you somehow get hold of a sufficiently large diamond, Zushet can cast Gate again. It's such a big diamond, though. Uh, yeah, huge diamond. All right. Um, Rill is just going to try the usual. You know, he's just going to do Cure Wounds on poor Tibbet to see if it works um, or helps in any way. It, it helps with the headache. Um, but it doesn't seem to sort of fix the underlying issue. Um, so mm. it works for analgesia, but it's it's stubborn. Let's see. And Ember tried lesser restoration, and that didn't do anything. Mm. No, that uh, oh. oh, you know what? Maybe um, I, it wouldn't do anything to actually heal it, but he might be able to learn a little bit more about what this might be. He mm. does have that legend lore spell. Does he? Um, mm hmm. Where did he that get that? Also... Uh, that is that's a big fifth level one, so it's going to be his, yeah. I, his I only I one. Yeah, I, do, I don't think he's used that before. He, that's pretty cool. Uh, Legend of Lord is such a great spell. We need to use it. It's such more. a great spell. Yeah, I know. It, I just never a had spell. a chance to use it on anything. Because, um, you know, we're, we're fighting giant statues and. And angels and stuff. Yeah, so Leg says, Legend so. Law is name or describe a person, place, or object. The spell brings to your mind a brief summary of the significant law about the thing you named. Which is pretty cool. Yes. I am assuming that can work on things like an illness? Don't know if that constitutes yeah. an object. I don't know. Well, you that's what I was saying. I don't know. I have something you could to learn notice. more about the A Plague Lands, um, and I that have might something. help. Something to note about legend lore, though, mm -hmm. it does consume significantly valuable components. That's true. Oh, shit. Um, it does. So it's a question um, yeah. if you have those as well. There's a lot of incense I... and four yeah. ivory strips worth at least 50 gold pieces each. I don't think he has that much. He does have incense, but not that much incense. And no oh. ivory. I can help. Oh? Uh, wait a second. I'm looking at what exactly I have. Um, so I have uh, detect poison and disease, which you can also identify the kind of poison, poisonous creature, or disease in each case. Yes. And oh, so great. if we detect the kind of disease, I could potentially um, do a medicine check and see if I can... and. Uh, mix anything up or 
do anything to help. Nice. Good thinking. That is very nice. Okay, so you're taking a look at Rill? Yes. Um, the, the Plague Land effect, at least this one, is closer to a poison than to a disease. Okay. Uh, it's not communicable. It will take a little while for Rill to purge it from his system. But now that he is not in the Plague Lands, um, it will just be a matter of, of, of healing from it. Um, it's un, it, it, you, you don't expect it to escalate to be any worse than it is um, okay. or to spread. It's just more, more, more like a poison will take a little while to, to work its way out of his system. Okay. Um, um, what what real has is is sort of divine disaster radiation poisoning. If it's closer to a poison, would protection from poison do anything on it? I don't know if it helps that, if I already have it. Yeah, now now that he's already affected, probably not. Um, but it, it would says, be something to consider next time you went back. It says you touch a creature if it is poison, you neutralize the poison. It is not. It is. I'm letting you have the information because it's close enough okay. but it's not strictly a poison um okay. it's exposure to weird lingering radiant effects for a magical catastrophe sounds good yeah um it's all right we're not gonna find anything here hopefully but it's a very mild case anyway so if you'd stayed longer that might not have been the case but you were there for like half an hour so you're okay, okay. you've just got a bit of a headache uh, the drow that you have rescued have congregated in uh, one of the little sleeping cells and are sitting around sharing a breakfast of uh, dried um, giant peacock meat and uh, some kind of... Um, well, it's some kind of baked concoction. It's just that you happen to know that it's made from birdseed hmm. and talking rapidly and under common. They, they all seem... Somewhere between very excited and a bit shell shocked. There's there's a lot of laughter, but it's a little bit hysterical. Since um, since Ember discovered that Rill is not going to get anybody else sick mm -hmm. with this, um, he'll he'll join um, the other Drow and sort of you know try and explain like what little he actually knows about this place. Um, Possibly with Zushet's help, if Zushet is around at this point, I assume oh, she Zushet has can. Uh, other Zushet people can be to talk found. To. Right, she Zushet would like to go off and catch people up and 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 strategize and generally go. Well, that was horrible, <laughs> um, but can be found if you want her. Yeah, just because she's you know somebody who is familiar with both sides of this. Um, planet, I guess this plane, okay. both sides yeah, of the plane. Will, you know, she will. She will come and see you, uh, bringing her cup of. Let's face it, it's not coffee, but whatever the gnomes have. It's just, it's just gnomish coffee. It's weird. Gnomish it's, coffee. <laughs> it's some kind of hot stimulant drink, and as such, is coffee. Uh. <laughs> this probably sparks a debate about what coffee is. You know, if it's better or worse than um, the Uplanders coffee, and <laughs> she just sort of holds her mug out to you, like. Do you want to try? Will will hesitantly try this. Not coffee. 
It is not coffee. It is not made. It is not drow coffee. So it is neither made from coffee beans nor from the appropriate kind of dried and fermented mushroom. It is some unknown third kind of coffee. Well, now we're just getting silly. <laughs> it's 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 weirdly sour to your taste. Hmm. Um, it's it's earthier than surface of coffee. So in that way, it's more like drow, but it is. It is sour and kind of fruity. It's not right. It's not correct. That's odd. Ben, I don't think I've ever had sour coffee. Where are you getting this from? This isn't coffee. I, t- I told you this. <laughs> this is the local also, stimulant drink. <laughs> I've definitely had sour coffee. <laughs> uh, not any that you're supposed to drink, I think. <laughs> no, sour is a note that it... Sourness is a note that... In coffee flavor profiles, you might find. Oh, okay. I, I don't know much about coffee, so I'll, that's Luchette cool. reclaims her mug. <laughs> I know too much about coffee and tea. <laughs> well, I won't uh, share with you again. No, it was it was all right. Right. Um, she's um switched her circlet and is going to converse with you all in undercommon, just sort of hanging out with you and the drow. Um. I don't think I had a chance to properly introduce myself before we got into all of that. My name is Zouchette. I am a wizard of the Golden Flame Cabal, which is where we currently are. We are in, um, from your perspective, the underside of the world. Uh, I, I, I would guess none of you really want to stay here. Um, I can't teleport you straight home, I don't think, unless any of you has any any keepsakes that are materially from there, which would mainly be bits of, of the landscape. Uh, I've been to some places on the top side, and, and can, I can teleport you as far as the top side, certainly. I probably can't get you straight home. What, what would you... You probably have lots of questions, so... Uh, Feel free to ask them, and I'll try to answer. Um, but rather than roleplay a whole conversation between a bunch of NPCs, I'm going to instead ask whether Rill has things that he specifically wants to discuss. Uh, hmm. I think because he doesn't, I mean, he doesn't actually have a teleportation spell or anything like that in his back pocket, um, he is instead going to offer to do sendings for anybody who, you know... Uh, wants to let their potential living family members um, know about, you know, them coming home. Um, He only has three uses of that spell, however, so it is quite limited. Mila, fairly predictably, will jump in and say, I'm sure Vaughn would tell everyone. Right. Now, that was the first first person (laughs) on Rill's list, to be honest. Um, So he will um, sit down and Oh boy, how do you explain this? Any of this? Actually, can we figure out how long we've been gone? Uh, um, yes, actually, you you can you can by, um, by speaking to the people with the golden flame. Yeah, um, and that you have been gone longer than it felt like. Oh, good. It is currently, from your perspective, which is obviously it is flipped in the underside of the world. The seasons are backwards, which is weird, uh, hmm. but but translated um, when you went into Stonewalker's realm, it was kind of end of July. It is now end of August. 
early September time. So you have been gone uh, like a month, a month and a bit. Having, okay. from your perspective, it was about five days. That's not, that's not too bad as far as losing time goes. Mm. And when, it's interesting because when you discuss it with the other drow, from their perspective, you know, based on time between sendings, you took about 10 days to find them, which is mm. longer than you think you took from getting into the realm to finding them. Oh, that's weird. So that's weird. Okay. Yeah. Weird time dilations even within the... Well, it was a disintegrating realm of a dead god, so... Yeah. Hmm. Um, but that that's what it is. Well, that's when it is now, is uh, okay. sort of on the cusp of autumn. I mean, that's good. I was worried it was going to be a decade later or something, so... You are you we... are reassured it is not a decade. It's like a month. It's, it's okay. like a month. Okay. Uh, in that case, Rill is going to uh, cast Sending to Vaughn, and I, I didn't have anything prepared for this. I probably should have, but I did not. Rill hasn't had his coffee yet, so... He hasn't. He's, <laughs> he's mildly sick with Plagueland Plague. Um, so either I can do this next episode at the top, or we can just say that Rill gives Vaughn a heads up. No, you're right. Time-wise, I think it would be a good, a good thing to start next episode with is... Uh some sendings and taking stock and planning uh, because you have uh, achieved what you set out to. You have rescued your mother uh, from the realm of a dead god and also you've got the magic rock that you also wanted. And also you have released an insane angel into the Plaguelands but I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure it's fine. Does anybody live in the Plaguelands? No, you can't live in the Plaguelands. They're full of plague. Cool. I mean that's (laughs) Fine, probably. <laughs> well, with any luck, the angel will die too. Yeah, yeah, or he'll just get more weird. Who knows? <laughs> Find out we next still... time on the next exciting installment top. Come out and play. <laughs> Come out and play is a real play podcast project. All trans, all the time. You can find us at CAOPcast on Patreon and on Twitter, and at our website, comeoutandplay.games. If you're trans or non-binary and you'd like to get involved, drop us a line. And as always, if you enjoy our show, share it with your friends, and if you don't enjoy our show, share it with your enemies. Word of mouth is how a project like this gets attention, and we just love attention. Sorry, I'm just being distracted by Audacity telling me that I have disk space remaining for 323 hours and 57 minutes of recording. That's, that's so much podcast.